we are off, everybody. We are back again. And now we're keeping things a bit quiet because Ali's returned home and she is sleeping. Do, yeah, do, so. do we need to get a bit closer? Yeah. Will, will we all come in a little closer? Welcome to Tunaboot After Hours. After Hours. This After is your host. This is um, Jim Rennie on the smooth, smooth sax. Liam Forrest on the sexy moothy. <laughs> and Dougal Thompson. On the, the, the Irish Baran. Yeah, okay, so, so we are here returning with the second half of our. Is this actually getting picked up by the mic? Random questions, anyway. yes. Uh, it is, but also, do you want to do a beer run? Uh, no. Okay. We'll do it halfway through. Like we always do. Well, are you empty? No. Right, no, do it halfway through. Cool. Um, I might need to bump on up the gain on this one, but we're hitting about 24, yeah. roughly. On the smooth, smooth tuna boot Sunday. Ha 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 ha. Whoa. All right, so it's time for Smoothie Jim to do his sponsors and his recommendations for the week. I mean, you can speak a bit louder than that. <clears throat> All right. I mean, okay. I mean, do you want to just start from the start again? No. Do you want to? No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Just keep no, going. No. Okay. Yeah, I keep going. All right. So a sponsor. It's not you, Eddie. No, it's just me. Fair. It's just smooth, smooth Jim. Smooth Jim. On his alto sax. <laughs> anyway, but right. He doesn't so doesn't know how to play. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. So our sponsor this week. Very excited to have these guys on. Mm-hmm. This is Stevenson's Haulage and Shipping. Stevenson's <clears throat> start that again. <laughs> Very excited to have these guys on a pod, the podcast to sponsor us this week. I'll start that again. <laughs> Love to tell you about our sponsor this week. Very excited to have them on. It's Stevenson's Haulage and Shipping. Stevenson's has been a reliable name in the hauling industry for over 25 years, serving businesses from around the globe with passion and dependability, which is unrivaled. Stevenson's can handle any job from moving large-scale industrial machinery for building contracts, clearing demolition sites, to commercial cleanup and large package delivery. With a loyal client base and guaranteed assurance, Stevenson's has built a company of integrity and affordability. Listeners of Tunaboot can receive a 25% discount on their first contract with the promo code TUNABOOT. Stevenson's, building peace of mind for over 25 years. That's so fucking funny because... When you were saying haulage, I was imagining the spelling as pottage and not haulage as in like, you know. To haul. To haul, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you very much, Stevenson. Uh, we very much appreciate that. Was, that. that was a great segue. Liam, thank you very much for that one. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, for the album recommendation this week, I want to shout out the album Shout Into The Noise by Ash Grunwald, which came out last year. I was really hoping it was an artist beginning with B. Yeah, so was I. I just just let you know, but listeners know we've been doing a guess the band. We have to guess a band name beginning with B. We've been going round and round for a wee while. Uh, we've taken a break for the podcast because, you know, after the podcast. Smooth, smooth professionals here on Benny Tuna King. Boot. I said that already. Uh, 8175. Um, that is Smooth, smooth Tuna Boot. 8175. 
75. Yeah. So Astron Wall is a dirty, dirty rock, kind of like yeah. the heavy, but mm. that kind of thing. The heavy who we're going to see this year, can't wait. Yes, they are indeed. And he Very has a song cool. called, oh, I want to recommend it, but I can't remember the name of it. So I need to go into my fucking playlist. Blazing Squad. I said Pepper. that already. Ah, shit. <laughs> Feel free to pepper these in as we go. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is the song called? It's called Surrender. Ash Grunwald Surrender. It's a really heavy, just fucking good time. Nice. Surrender. It'll get you going. All right, so not, not we were halfway trip. through. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce. <gasps> oh, well. Be- Beyonce. Yeah, Liam gets that. Oh. Why did you do that? Well, I don't know. I got excited. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn next. It goes Liam, me, Dougal. Right, so it's my turn next. Mm. Uh, Welcome to our game that we paused, but we haven't really. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to play as we play this game, as we do the next episode. So last week we were halfway through my set of random questions. And now let's have another one. Another question. Right, I'll I'll start with you. Smith, Smith, Jim. Start with yourself, Dougal. Please do. So, do you think life will feel dramatically different when the remaining Beatles die and when Al Pacino and Robert De Niro are dead? I can't imagine that world and it scares me a bit. Thoughts? I don't think our lives are going to dramatically change. I don't Mm -hmm. think that life will feel different because I think that there's enough moving forward to not look at the backwards steps on there. And people are going to die. That's part of it. Almost every person's going to die. Yeah, oh, literally almost. <laughs> Other than James Earl Jones, everybody's going to die at some point. Mm. True. Um, I, I disagree. I, I a couple different opinions on this. I think that uh, Al Pacino, when he dies, most people will think, I thought he's already died. The Mandela uh, effect. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I think with, um, whatchamacallum, the guy you just said, De Niro. De Niro. Um, cut that, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first sincere cut that that we've got on this. <laughs> this and you know what? You know that that's never going to get cut. <laughs> you know that's in there. <laughs> Zip I, that shit. <laughs> I, I, I think that when De Niro dies, I think people will feel it. Uh, with the Beatles, I think when Paul McCartney dies, it'll be a massive thing, and yeah. I think it, the the world will feel it. But I think the important one is going to be when Ringo dies, because Ringo's going to die last. He's going to be the last Beatle. And it, the people who are true, true fans of music, when uh, when Ringo dies, that is going to be catastrophic. Mm. I, th- I think I think Paul, Paul Paul McCartney is going to be felt by everyone, mm. but Ringo, if you're if you're like you, you that that's the one that's going to be like, oh, this is the end of. Mm. the end of music yeah. in our time yeah, yeah. I mean it's different for us obviously because we like when we were born they'd been legends for 40 mm. years mm-hmm. yeah and yet we've been growing up through it yeah you know I, I mean so it's, it's gonna be just it's, it is gonna be strange but I, I, I'm kind of between the two of you mm-hmm. I think life will just carry on and we'll be fine mm-hmm. but it's just it's gonna be hard it's like when Bowie died yeah which doesn't count as a B because it's no. David. <laughs> when Bowie died, <laughs> like that, that was crushing. Yeah, and it was, it, it was horrible. And it was weird and things. Same thing with like when James Gandolfini died. Obviously, that's like early death, so that hits harder. But like, yeah, that, that was, was tough. Like, 
It was weird. I've got a podcast episode, by the way. There is a kids film. It's a kids gangster film where some of the cast from Sopranos. Bugsy Malone. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really shite kids comedy, and uh, Gandolfini's in it. Uh, a, a bunch of the other people are in it as well. Uh, the the guy that plays uh, maybe Polly. Yeah. Uh, he's in it, but he's not. Died the, last year, Tony Sirico. He, he he's not the character that's called Polly in mm. this in this kids film. Uh, we need to watch that for for the podcast. Sounds good. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I, th- I think that's the kind of vibe. Mm. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna kill everyone to hear these people have died, but also it's, they're gonna hit hard. Well, you know, when you hear that Mac is gonna die at some point, isn't he? Mm. Right, but you know, at least we've seen him. Yeah, uh, we have all seen him. We were all there, all three of us. <laughs> I was definitely there because I remember it. He came out and I was like, God, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. What songs did he play? What? <laughs> the, the gig that I, oh, I saw him at a wee uh, intimate thing yeah. in, uh, in, in LA he just came out him just in his face oh, he was like, darling he was like, please believe me he was like oh, oh, hello everybody it's great to be here I'm going to be at the Foo Fighters later on this month but uh, I thought I would play this little intimate gig basically just so Jim Rennie from Tuna Boot can come around this and have a wee thing. watch this is the thing though I, I genuinely feel like Paul McCartney's one of our biggest fans. You're right. Yeah, he's the one who's streaming <laughs> us every week. He's, he keeps on getting in touch. I haven't put any of his things out there because he always says, "Dougal, please don't tell anyone that I listen to this." Yeah. So cut all this, please. Biggie Smalls. Good. Uh, but yeah, Macca's Macca's mm, technically yes. Okay, yeah, no, I'll give you that. Macca's death is expected once Ringo goes. No one that, expects that, Ringo Starr. That, that no one really the, knows if Ringo Starr was born. That is the end He's of the Beatles. Sure. <laughs> that is that's the end of the Beatles. Yeah. There's no fucking way Ringo will die before Paul. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it how it does affect. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I say, life will go on and everything will be fine, but it'll feel weird. Yeah, yeah. If any of these people die before this episode comes out, please feel free to skip for the next, like for the previous. This doesn't work. <laughs> Please feel free to retrospectively go back and then skip the last conversation we had. Yeah, if you can go into your shed and maybe find a cricket bat or a baseball bat and just smash yourself in the head. <laughs> until you forget. <laughs> until, until you forget that we yeah. said that. And then come back and go, I'll skip that. That would be great. Or wait until there's a weird power outage and a bolt of lightning hits you and you're the only cunt <laughs> that remembers the Beatles and enjoy that. And it'll be a great film that makes total sense. Richard, yeah. I'm forgiving him for that. I, I'm, I'm still not over it. No, I liked him. Yeah. Gone. All any respect is gone. That's fair. That is totally fair. Bed Sheeran. Bed Sheeran. Yeah, I know. I, I said that like twice there, and then you talked over it, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to follow through now because it's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's always gonna be some country. Here's the guy in the back, isn't there? I'm gonna, I'm, gonna surprise, I'm gonna surprise you that doesn't count. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I went, right, so you can, whilst we ponder the next question, which is Are there any words that you despise the sound of? Uh, no. No. You hate the word no? No, I hear it often enough. <laughs> Shout out to Ali. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't specific. That no, was um, no, I. I, I genuinely don't think there's a word that I hate 
I've never understood it. I no, don't no. understand people who take great offence to saying a word. I think that they're giving words more power than they need to have. No, in it's that not sense. so much the power of the word. I don't mean what you, the word you mean like moist. No, yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. I just, I, I never understood that. There's not no. a word that you could say to me that makes my skin crawl. No, I don't no. like moist. I don't get. Apologies if you are one of the people that hates the word moist, but I've never moist. understood the moist thing. Yeah, no. never understood that. And no. I'm someone like I have. I suffer. I don't suffer from it, but I have I have the misophonia thing. You know, like people yeah. chewing and making like horrible noises yeah. and stuff like that. Like that does get to me, but moist. Yeah, you also suffer from incredible moistness. Well, you know what I mean. You're a moist man. I, yeah, I can't be hugged. <laughs> people just slip off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna make the. <laughs> Get, make the kiss at the wedding infinitely more funny. Mm. <laughs> Becky you, just slides down you slowly. I've, I've already phoned you being framed. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a cracker. Just wait. Yeah, Harry Hill's in the background. Mm. He's waiting for it. <laughs> Anyone who says an acronym as a word, like actually says lol or raffle. I now, don't like that. That's, yeah, a, that's a different. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. like that's a that. different thing because it's not a word. Mm-hmm. It's an acronym, but, but I totally agree. It's with a word, you. yeah. Totally no, agree. With you. It's when people say like, "Oh, IDK," and you're like, yeah. oh, I don't, I, I, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. What are you on about? You know? Particularly when it has as many or more syllables. Yeah, like WTF <laughs> that they did in yeah, like, well, well, it. Well, you know, the the whole, like, lol, ruffle sort of things where, you know, people are just excusing a laugh for that. That's the death of comedy in general. Because, again, there's there's tons of stand-up from every good comedian to every bad comedian about this sort of thing. I'm sure it's a Russell Howard or something, or Michael McIntyre probably that does the, you know, everyone sitting in the room going just lol instead of laughing. Mm, yeah. it's, it's you know it's 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 something that genuinely could happen I think people are scared to laugh sometimes about things when just let yourself have a wee laugh rather than oh mate I'm an ugly laugher though or something it's the image based society that we live in a ben, socialist Benny Benassi fantastic Benny Benassi well I I have sorry I have two <laughs> Yeah, I have two. I don't despise them, but I don't particularly like the word nipple. Don't know why. Just don't like it. And cream. That's so strange. Let's dig into that. Why? Yeah, it depends on the context. I don't know. Just don't like it. Yeah, is it? It's not like oh, every time I say cream, I get creeped out. But just sometimes, sometimes depending on people say it, like cream. Are you? you I don't know. I I think I'm thinking more about cream. No, no, no. Like, like someone creaming themselves. No, 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 no. Give a second. In context, fine. But I think what I mean is the band Cream. I think that's a ho- the band. horrible name for a band. And for some reason, it just feels really awful. Oh, and we're, the band we're called, Nipple. We're called Cream. And nipple, I just don't, I don't know. I just pull. Pull. Nipple. I don't pull. know. People. People's fine. Yeah. Like nipple for some reason. Well, what about but I don't hate, But I don't, I don't hate it the same way the moist people hate moist. It's just yeah. one of those things. Where I don't like saying the word nipple. I don't know why, it doesn't oh, feel comfortable. Well, what if I, what if I Absolutely <laughs> stop reading <laughs> and back the fuck off, right? Because I hate getting touched on nipples, but like, I mean, do you... Well, I certainly don't want you to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I rubbed. Your I... point has already been proven. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Okay, I think the band Cream. 
band name cream. It's yeah. awful. I don't know. It just it's not evocative of anything. It just feels weird. They're called Cream, but they're a band. No, Cream's dairy. We love dairy over here. No, we. Yeah, dairy cream is eggs. Da- cream is eggs. Would, 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 you, <laughs> would you have liked it better if they'd called themselves Creme? Yeah. Like Creme de la Creme. Yeah, because yeah. they'd have been I'm fresh. Not, I'm, I'm not saying any of this mm. makes sense. I'm just saying. Organise yourself more, according to Jim. No, I mean, like, carry on. I mean, it's, it's only my problem. It's not a big problem. I'm just saying, I just don't think I enjoy it. Whose B turn is it? The yours is Jim's, yeah. Um, if you were to have a sandwich named after you in a restaurant what would you like to be in it? Oh, oh start with you Dougal because you know it's from Seinfeld Curb no. Enthusiasm Curb Enthusiasm mm. close enough <laughs> it's basically the same thing nah no it was the dancing sandwich wasn't it that you sorry yeah, well, I, oh, yeah Larry David got a sandwich yeah. can we sandwich. try that again yeah let's go if you were to have a sandwich named after you in a restaurant what would you like to be in it? Seinfeld you like Seinfeld to be in your sandwich? Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Right, Liam, what would you like to be in your sandwich? No, I would... I would no, 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 you can't. No, 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 no. No, that's no, 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 clear no. as punch. No, no, no. Clear as punch. <laughs> the cleanest of punches. See-through. <laughs> luminescent, not the right word. I actually would like to start a new kind of sandwich. I'll right? give you luminescent. No, I will. Shut no, up, that's that? fine. It's my, t- my time yeah. to shine. Yeah. Shh. Happy with that? Yeah. Shh. I'd like to the the issue when you walk into sandwich shops is that you get given what's in front of you right but they're all just the same meat but different sauces Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. what they should do instead is offer the sauces and dip the meat in it and that's what I'd like named after Mm. me so a whole, whole different sandwich just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole different sandwich experience. Yeah, really. yeah. I don't mind that at all. No, no, yeah. no. Liam's double dip. Yeah, yeah. You, you want the coronation? You don't have to have the raisins and shit in it. You just dip the chicken in it, pull it out. It's covered in coronation sauce. Tikka. There you go. Is there raisins in coronation chicken? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Raisins, raisins are no place in a sandwich. Yeah, raisins don't have any place in many things, really. No, raisins should be eaten. As Whole, wholesale out of a box. Yeah. They also or should. Tub. They should be Don't offering. They should be offering chili as a sandwich option more often. Mm-hmm. 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 No, I get you. Fair all right. Well, all that aside, what would your perfect sandwich be? And when I say in it, I also include no, the bread. Like, what is it? What is the sandwich? Okay, right. If we're, if we're going for a very very specific, that, that's something I would like to happen. That's a new invention. Um, but if I was going for an actual sandwich, sourdough. Half a um, what six inch, so 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 six inch sourdough, um, chorizo, some kind of peppered salami, uh, rocket, um, we'll go with a Pyrenees, and mm. um, sun dried tomatoes. Wow, mm. sexy, nice. Mm. Half of my incline is to go straight for just a plain old ham sandwich. No, no, sorry. <laughs> Keep it simple. No, because then people will be like, "Oh, you want a doodle? Nah." <laughs> but I would, I would go. I mean, <laughs> when we say sandwich, are we limited to just bread, bread, or can we go like a bagel? Or is that a bagel not a sandwich? No, no, no. And 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 anyone? Cool, because I think a bagel is underrated. Mm-hmm. 
and I would go a bagel. Was underrated. And I would go a uh, uh, full breakfast bagel would be mine. Better like uh, Lauren sausage because you know Ooh. get the square on the bottom, and then haggis. Oh, bit of haggis, uh, hash brown, and then a runny yolk on top, runny yolk egg. Ooh and uh, whatever sauce you want and then slam that bagel on top bit of cheese on there as well you've boofed it you've I not gone far enough I can't tell you how much time I have for that yeah you, you've not bit done. of bacon as well how much time how much time do you want for that uh, uh, 10 minutes how long have we got until the podcast is over 10 minutes you've not gone far enough mm. do a buttery bagel ooh that buttery bagel base go full chip tank yeah no I, I I think a buttery bagel might be a bit too much and I don't want to kill people I want to just make them stronger whose turn is it for the band game is it me yeah it's still yeah. me yeah. you said a lot of B words there I'm just... <laughs> a buttery bagel <laughs> yeah buttery bagel base I thought I might yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like a full breakfast buttery bagel I think would be the the bad boy and like I say that's the and not a not bad a company Billy Martin uh, Billy Idol. <sighs> Next <Bye>. question. <laughs> no, I've not answered mine yet. Oh yeah, what's your what's right, your well, it would be... Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. No, no, tell us your. No, you say you don't care. No, no, I do, I do, I do care, I do care. I want how, to hear how, it. How much? How, how much time have you got for it? Uh, ooh, how long? Give me a ten minutes. Right, we're coming up to a minute now. So tell me how many seconds. Uh, 15 15 seconds that's too many seconds that's, that's no no 15 seconds go for it geezer <laughs> fucking shut the bed already <laughs> <laughs> spa toasted bosch uh, two thirds mayo done there fried chicken bacon mozzarella no not mozzarella cheddar on top uh, slap it on bit of less what, what level of maturity for the cheddar uh, old enough to take its hires <laughs> that's, a, that's a very succinct answer <laughs> I thought 15 seconds was a year <laughs> that was horrible <laughs> right, anyway, anyway, some, kind of, <laughs> some, some kind of fried chicken thing anyway alright no, like I think that works I think that works there's some solid sandwiches again with yours I'd say can I get the Jim Rennie no mayo but I'd still eat the rest of it a dry Rennie a uh, dry rennie yeah, right. can I get a dry rennie let's call it Thompson in my restaurant <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the same sandwich just different names yeah and then the, the Liam's just just vinegar yeah in a, just in a bap salt and I vinegar. told you what I wanted well not in my restaurant in your restaurant you can have whatever you want <laughs> yeah. just, Liam's just a vinegar just vinegar in a bap just a tortilla wrap just <laughs> yeah. sodded yeah, with yeah, vinegar just, yeah. just, just one empty flat tortilla yeah. just doused in vinegar cheese in it please please the be cheese yeah okay and it's microwave then you have to toss it into your face like a frisbee and you have to jump up and eat it like a dog just behind the bar there's just a clothesline with the Liam's on it just sodden vinegar wraps and someone's some poor fucker's trying to melt cheese on it without it slipping off (laughs) there's just someone like frying a block of cheese in a frying pan (laughs) till it like half melts and they kind of like pour the the melted bits on it every time you open up you've got to go you know turn on all the ovens all that get on the till spray the spray the fucking tortillas with vinegar for 20 minutes until, <laughs> until they're sodden enough that they might as well slip off the side of anything and then I come in at the end of the day it's like how many leaves do we sell none 
Did Liam not come in today? No. no. Uh, you're, you're fucking incorrect, by the way, because you know what? It would fucking sell as a... Like a... What, a tourist vinegar thing. wrap? A tourist thing. People would come in oh, and go oh, like, oh, they're going like so... Vinegar wraps. <laughs> More people would eat the sodden vinegar wraps than would eat either of your two sandwiches. That's a, that's a ridiculous statement. To make. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Next. Salted vinegar wrap is <laughs> is going to be the next Timmy Mallet fucking one hit wonder. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll start with you, Liam. Yeah. When's the last time you had a dream that featured any other member of Tuna Boot? Oh. oh that's a biggie. Isn't it? That's a mm. toughie. And now, as you can imagine, this spawned from a real event. So I have one. Yeah. yeah. If you guys don't have any sex dream, why not? No, not in section you guys. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say. I've known you long enough to know that you've had at least one sex dream. Listen, I have sex with you guys enough in real life to <laughs> fucking be bothered dreaming about it. <laughs> Welcome back to Smooth Smooth Tuna Boots. <laughs> What's not um, smooth about it? <laughs> I, I, in, in, my most, in my most recent memory. Rough and like fucking thick. I'm, I'm sorry, I, sorry, sorry. there's a point. <laughs> Um, sorry at this Welcome point to I don't rough intercourse hour with tuna boot um, so, sorry at this point but I don't think I've had a dream recently I've had a lot of vivid dreams recently and I actually think that I'm having more now that I'm not out all the time like I used to be in Tesco's like I'm having a lot more dreams uh, you guys have not popped up uh, in any of the recent ones I've had a lot of vivid ones uh, a lot of mazes Ooh, getting stuck in mazes quite a few times uh, and they're not all nightmares either some of them are nightmares not all of them I'm some of them are nightmares some of them are nightmares as opposed to nightmares my lovely horse <laughs> why did you say that? running through the field it's oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, um, I am Dougal after all <laughs> but, um, yeah I'm, I'm sorry I, I don't think I have an answer for that yeah, I'm struggling to think of a dream recently that you guys have been involved in. There have been ones over the years, man. Like I've had some some strange occurrences. Devil's looking off into the fucking distance. I had a threesome with the Chinook boys in a in a in a distant, far off galaxy. Who was in the middle? Um, the, the me <laughs> it was Jim but he was actually replaced by a cheese toasty <laughs> that we called Jim and we just fucked a cheese toasty until we got enough mayo in there it was very strange yeah, do you know I what did. you just said? yeah I do I'm very aware of it I regret it almost instantly because um, I've never do you want to cut that or do you want to put, keep that in I mean you that's can, getting kept in surely yeah I look I, it's up to you man if, 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 I mean if, I was horrified by what you just said if I if I had a, if I had a pound for every time that I'd been caught short speaking about fucking a cheese toasty I'd have two pound fifty <laughs> so you, you told half the story one time <laughs> I was workshopping I was workshopping this new phrase in uh, when me and uh <laughs> When me and Drew were walking about together, we were speaking about catchphrases you could do. I started this one where, oh, if I'd had any, if I'd done that, I'd, you know, if I had a pound for every time I'd done that, I'd have £2.50. And I think mm. that works on quite a few levels. Mm. And then Drew came up for one that any time you're doing something slightly odd and someone comes into a room, you just stare at them blindly in the face and go, this isn't for you. 
<laughs> I think that works really well because we have a friend from school who um, was once caught by his brother playing GTA naked with a pair of tights on his head. And we thought that would be the perfect thing for him to say. <laughs> Just turned around to his brother and go, This isn't for you. <laughs> a similar thing to that, not quite the same, but something I've started doing to Becky every now and then. She'll, she'll just do something just like completely like, innocuous mm. and I'll go that's not the first time you've done that <laughs> like it could be anything yeah. like just folding clothes because that's not the first time you've done that yeah what do you mean I was like no that's alright I think I just, just, just lay loads of these yeah. psychological traps these wee, these wee <laughs> phrases that just up the shithousery by a wee half yeah. centimetre and it's only to amuse yeah. you yeah there, yeah. there, there, there was a there was a night that uh, so you you know the two armchairs in the flat intimately um, Lou like shouted over to me intimately <laughs> <laughs> Lou was just He's like he fucked your armchair mate <laughs> Lou was just like are you are you re- if you had a pound for every time you'd fucked your armchair, you'd have two pounds. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't finish the second. It's not thing. for you. Um, <laughs> it's not the first time I've done that either. Uh, Lou was just like, oh, are, you, are, you, are you ready for a cuddle? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, and then put, put on the sad face mm-hmm. and all that. And it was like, maybe like an hour later, I was just like, you're not coming over then? I was like, well, no. <laughs> you were rude. <laughs> yeah, that's always a classic one as well. Like saying something like, "Are oh, you ready to do something that you're clearly ready to do?" And you just go, "No, give me a minute." Yeah, <laughs> just sitting and waiting. Oh, we have fun. It's, anyway, yeah. So the dream that prompted this was I had a dream not very long ago, mm-hmm. uh, which it was you and I in the car, and we were driving down the bottom. No, like you know, the round about the top of Leith Walk. Yeah, yeah. we were going around there, and we just saw Dougal and Ali. Mm-hmm. walking along and they were just laughing and just being really in love and all nice and that and we both looked at each other and went ah, it's alright anyway. <laughs> and that was it no jokes that was just a really wholesome dream I had that's really nice that is yeah. really nice so I think that was because obviously we don't live in Edinburgh anymore I think that must be what I was yeah. thinking about I was like obviously you're going to be alright no matter what but it was just a really sweet nice dream I had, I had, you know what it's cute yeah. it was cute yeah. featured both of you and then, of course, you pulled over, dragged Liam in, uh, dragged Liam in the car and uh, fucked him senseless. And then took a shit. Made mints out of him, literally. And I walked away with £2.50. <laughs> That's not, not for, for the you. first time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Alright, next question. What's the last physically impressive thing you did? Either of you can take that one if you can think of it. No, I had a prop for this, but I've forgotten it. I, I but you've seen it already, anyway. See, I, the problem is, yeah, I do so many physically impressive things on a daily basis that I just—it's hard to find one. Do you have one, Liam? You have nothing, do you? I, I do. <laughs> I do so many. I don't um, find anything right. physically impressive so these days. I, I've not really done anything since I worked for Five Star. Right. I mean, I mean the bag. Yes. No, um, <laughs> I I feel I feel like like I I Charlie tried to pants. I tried to fix the washing machine, right? Thing. I tried to fix the washing machine. I feel like physically, that that was 
quite a good thing for me to try and do, mm-hmm. um, but that pales in comparison to the, the the job I had before my current job, where I was working uh, helping build marquees for mm. COP26. That, was think thing, that is the most physically uh, impressive thing I've ever done, mm. like lifting steel plates and shit like that. Uh, and uh, uh, everything else pales in comparison. So pretty good though. It, it was pretty good, and I got paid a lump sum for it. But also, I didn't know that I was supposed to pay my own tax off of that. So, although it was physically impressive, financially, I was inept. <laughs> Less impressive. Fiscally, physically impressive, but fiscally inept. Yes. Yeah. You know this is the name of uh, Liam's new workout video coming out. His new stand-up show. Yes, <laughs> you, you can catch it's it also on a workout video. You, you can catch it on vinyl, right and it's got the same songs on the Jane Fonda used. <laughs> nice. Have you um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, um, I suppose uh, lifting my lab quite when I was back home, lifting my fully grown lab up quite a lot, and like throwing them a bit up in the air. Don't mind, like, I like it. I don't know. I don't find it that physically impressive, you yeah. know. But I can lift things quite well because I'm quite. I'm a bit strong. You you moved the dog upwards. I did, yeah. But he's a he's a he's about a thirty kilo lab or something like that that you got to run about with. Uh, that 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 takes the box. That's quite mm. physically impressive. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Well, mine's was um, coming first in the high jump in primary seven. Is that the thing that you've got the wee trophy for? You see the certificate? I meant to bring it along with me and show it to you. but Yeah, that's the last physical impressive thing I did. Alright, next one. If you could have unlimited money, but you had to go to a minimum security prison for one month a year, would you take it? And if asked what you're in for, you have to say you stole from children's charities. Oh, absolutely! Sorry, I didn't listen to any of that because I, I need to go back. And uh, there was when I was working at the caves, there was a delivery <laughs> of uh, thirty kegs that came outside to the cobble street, and they just mm. left them there, and I had to bung them all into the cellar, mm. move thirty kegs by myself into the cellar, lift them on top of each other, and then do a twelve-hour shift. That was probably the most physically impressive thing I've done. That was yeah, a that... lot of work. Anyway, what did you uh, say? That sounds like a job. That wins. That's yeah, good. Th- that wins. Well, compared to building a marquee, well, give him something. Look at the state of him. Yeah, I know, but no, the the podcast. You, you obviously won, but just give him something. Look at him, the yeah. fucking rake. Fucking Reykjavik over here. He, he looks like fucking uh, Warzel Gummidge, Greenland, Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> what was the next one? Sorry. Anyway, really Warzel Gummidge was a good a, a good one. Um, well, it was. I, I got where you're coming from, but, but it goes obviously. Have you heard that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. actually very funny. Yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard pretty much anything you can say <laughs> about anyone who was slightly blonde with long hair. I've heard at some point. Zeus. Thank you. Right. Anyway, so if you could, <laughs> you could have unlimited money, but you had to go to a minimum security prison for one month a year. Would you take it? If asked what you're in for, you have to stay, say you stole from children's charities. Absolutely. Right, okay, yeah, absolutely. Do I need to be in there because I've done that? Or... No, you just... No. no. If I'm in there already, can I say that and also claim the money? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's the only stipulations. You get the money. You don't have to steal from children's charities. But if anyone says what you're in for, you have to say I stole from children's yeah. charities. Yeah. Okay, so so I can go to jail for blowing up a hospital. Say that I got caught for stealing money from a kid's charity and then take the money. Right, see, I've watched a documentary on some of the toughest prisons and there's one in Malta that is very lovely and everyone's really nice and it's like, it's max security. Yeah. So I think if I could go to like a minimum security of that where there's a wee, you know, tennis court and you get a wee couch and all that, you'll be fine. Fucking sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do? Ah, I stole from a kid's charity. Give us a harder question. What please. kids? Oh, it was uh, it was the it was the kids' charity for racist children. I stole there. from it. I don't agree with their views. Okay, right. I'll change it then. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, the, the, there's no, there, there's an episode of. I can make um, it, I can I can make, I can make the, it more. There, there's an episode of New Statesman where um, Alan Bastard and Pierce are stealing the charity fucking put your coin in things All right. and breaking them open. And stealing all the money out of it, and then chucking them out the window, and then the police come in and just say, "Have you have you, have you seen anything about all these fucking charity boxes?" Uh, and they're in the middle of like breaking a dog's head open. Mm. Okay, all right, okay. So you would happily go to scoot, minimum security prison for a month, and then yeah. say you stole from children's charity. Yeah, fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I wouldn't. Seems weird. Up the ante then. So second to last question. Do you believe in fate or any kind of predetermined destiny? No. No to a point. I do I do feel like there's probably some level of you can't change what's going to happen with the universe because it's gonna outlast us. Mm. Um and there's also a small, small, minuscule part of myself that believes in karma. Mm. Uh, but that's a more personal thing. And in general, though, uh, everything's going to happen the way it happens, and we can't, we can't really change that. We can try and alter the small part that we can affect. See, with the whole sort of universe, like the universe is going to truck on and all that. I, I understand exactly what you mean. But I don't know if that... I'm quite a spiritual man. Mm-hmm. But this whole idea of no, fate no. dictating your life... No, that's, that's not what I'm saying, though. I, I know you're not. I just, I'm just i going off on a tangent and I'm trying to make it sort of linked to yours in some way. Where I'm probably just going to say the exact same thing you did. <laughs> I, it's, I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of something dictating my life. And I don't think that fate... I think that people say, oh, we were fated to meet. Yeah. We were fated to do that. I think that is bullshit because you're right the universe is massive yeah. and if there is a thing of fate it's going to do different things other than you were going to go out for a drink that night and meet this girl or meet this person or whatever mm. you know there's no such thing as that there's a you know there's I, I do believe in a spiritual world and I think there's a lot of things that can help us along the way and I think there's a lot of things that do happen probably for a reason but I don't necessarily think that's fate no I I, I mean yeah I, I get yeah it's it's more for, in, in my head it's more that everything in the universe is happening mm-hmm. and that's not going to stop happening mm-hmm. uh, what you do to affect that is your own choice but 
there's there's not going to be any stopping what's already in motion. Yeah, but I think that's a deluded idea to think that there's anything you can do that can affect what's happening happen. You you're you're in a small bubble though. Like if if you think about everything, the the whole of time and space, right? To to blow it out into proportion, that's always going to happen. Yeah. There's there there's nothing. Me me thinking that. Uh, I could be oh if I had this life I had if I had that life if I had that life or had this life then I would be that person so that was always going to happen they're, they're going to have that life uh, but I can affect what is happening around the people that I'm like currently involved mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it's again it's probably slightly more spiritual definitely not religious no but it's uh, more spirituality than faith yeah it's it's uh yeah I th- I think that everything around us is happening and will always happen and we can affect it, but it's not always going to happen the way that people say yeah that it's going to happen. Well, my question would be: Do perhaps it's I'm talking about things out with what people can do, as in some sort of force yeah some intangible force that we don't yeah understand. I don't think so I, do, I think that we are very much in charge of it and I think that mm-hmm. a force telling us to do something is sort of mainly used as an excuse mm-hmm. for like something you know something you do something or you happen oh it was fate it was mm-hmm. fate that I turned around at that point no it wasn't mm-hmm. just turned around because you went oh what was that out the corner of your eye and then you go oh that looks cool that person is yeah. quite fit over there you know I think there's I think it's it's having an excuse for our little dalliances that are mm. our faults as well I think it's a brilliant excuse to have a fault to go oh it was fate though it was fate that I slipped on that ladder and fell down and killed three people because I met my wife you know like it's, yeah. that's that's yeah. not a, that, uh, right, an extreme fate, example fate, obviously the, out, the outcomes are often convenient in those situations yeah 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 that's the thing fate's just a word to confirm that everything's out of your control yeah because if, if you think about it everything that you do is predetermined by how you choose to act yeah and everything that Dougal does is predetermined by how Dougal chooses to act don't speak for me well to an extent no because it's, it's all your guy's choice like you're, you're, it's, you're like, it's, yeah. it's not it's not predetermined for you mm. but everything that you do is predetermined by your choice by your choice ah, I see what you mean I will never be able to affect how you react I think the only so, way so why do you keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> I, think the only way you can I will always people. move your posters Jim. I think the only way you can try <laughs> and affect people and it's never going to work and I don't think you can really affect someone else for what they want to do but it's just try and always make the world a little bit brighter mm-hmm. go and give a smile to a person who's not expecting it you know bullshit like that or like go up and be just be pleasant to people Yeah, mm-hmm. just be pleasant that's not even being nice that's just being pleasant Someone's beeping you behind you when you're on a drive. Just go right. I'll move out the way. Fucking you go on. You oh, do your here. Bit. By the way, on the way over today, I beeped a fair few people. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're all horrendous cunts when we drive. You know what I mean? Like. It's, oh no, no. Well, they, 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 that's why I don't drive. They fucking deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was having the worst drive back from Glasgow one day, 
and uh, it was raining a bit, but not enough for the window wipers that I had. Like they only go went at a couple of speeds in the van, mm-hmm. and uh, it kept on like it was raining enough that I had to keep them on, but not enough that it was like really getting mm-hmm. too much, and the window wipers kept on squeaking. And by the end, I was gonna every time do, <laughs> and after twenty minutes, I was ready to get out and just kill, just kill anyone. I was ready to jump out my window, grab onto someone else's fucking truck, dive in, kill them all. But was that was that predetermined by the inbuilt lack of functionality within your window wipers? It was. It was. It was pre. Yeah, predetermined by the cunt who built the van. All right, well, we need to uh, do the last question. It's a one-word answer. Yeah. yeah. What's the largest animal you think you could knock out with one punch? No. Sorry. Oh, actually. Hamster. It's a safe bet. It's a safe <laughs> bet. <laughs> I knock out, but not <laughs> kill. Oh. Oh, well, I'd kill a hamster. That's the issue. Um, full force perfect contact hook to the jaw fucking done or not necessarily jaw you know what I got one you go I feel like because I mean big dogs definitely but I wouldn't punch a big dog unless it was like attacking me I think the <laughs> well let's the, assume the, the animals are attacking you the, 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 the biggest animal that I would comfortably punch and knock out <laughs> Would be a rather large, uh, rather large badger. Yeah, that's a good answer. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, human. Shit answer. No, I, well, that's, that's quite a good one actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big's a human? Whatever size they were coming at me. Seven foot three. You, yep. You're gonna pick Could human over badger. No, badger's the perfect answer, but yeah. also human's the perfect answer. Yeah. What would yours be? I oddly haven't thought about it squid squid yeah squid yeah. no giant squid it doesn't have a central nervous system so uh, you can't really knock it out giant lobster got it 100% right right now I need to I need to coax it into it right? sparrow I need to coax it into it capertail but see, see, see if I could offer up a lettuce don't call me that what see if I could offer you guys really need to listen to me when I'm, I'm start talking it's been two and a half years we're not going to start now um, it seems, really I mean that seems mad I'll no, kick one of you in the, the face uh, I'm not even fucking joking yeah. uh, a rather perturbed dolphin uh, what, what I was going to say was see see if I had a big uh, big bit of lettuce and I coaxed a giraffe down yeah he, he could knock a giraffe out I could punch. fucking knock a giraffe out I don't think he could nah, nah. well see, see, see if it didn't go down in one punch I'd fucking give it a chokehold Ironically, could you I, imagine doing the fucking Steve Austin fucking Stone Cold fucking <laughs> <laughs> snap were, its neck in two? If you were, this also came up on Drew's stack dude. If you were going to put a tie on a giraffe, where would you put it? Right on its neck. Right yeah, at the bottom. Uh, exactly. Right, bottom of the neck. You wouldn't put it right underneath the jaw. Uh, uh, well, 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 it depends though. If it was a bow tie, I'd put it right up underneath. Yeah, no, but shirt. I said tie. Right. Well, All right, I'm going to go hedgehog, mean, and we're going to stop the recording. Uh, that's lovely um, it's been a pleasure thank you very much guys for answering these random questions alright can we have more chill a bit skish skish <laughs> belush motherfuckers <laughs>